0: Today, we're joined by Doug from the United States who uses LDN. Thank you for joining us today, Doug.
1: Thank you, Linda. Thank you for having me.
0: First of all, could you tell our listeners what it is you take LDN for?
1: Uh, I take LDN for a condition known as hypermobile Euler Stanlow syndrome. It's a genetic disorder.
0: Okay, fine. So, can you tell us your story? You know, when you were absolutely healthy and fine. And what happened? How long ago was it when you noticed something?
1: Well, I, I don't think I've ever absolutely been healthy and fine. Uh, that Eilers-Danlos is a, is a genetic disorder that I've, I've come to learn that I've had since birth. Um, but there have definitely been ups and downs. Uh, in, in my childhood, I was quite affected by symptoms that uh, I, I didn't identify. Nobody identified at the time. And then uh, through puberty and adulthood, um, I guess as a male, uh, the testosterone sort of masks and camouflages a lot of the symptoms. Um, I'm 47 right now. Uh, about 10 years ago, I started to notice um, the symptoms coming back, uh, joint pain, muscle ache, uh, fatigue setting in. Uh, all those things, and that sort of corresponds to the the natural decline of of testosterone as we age, and the, uh, the, my opinion is the protective mechanisms that it that it that it gives us uh, with uh, the danlos. Um, eventually, uh, I, through a series of um, consultations with my primary care physician, um she had started to suggest some things, uh, as, as possible causes. And, and one of those was, uh, hypermobile Ehlers-Danlos. And, um, I am an extraordinarily flexible person. I always have been, uh, but I, I never knew that that was potentially a symptom. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, incredible fatigue, muscle ache. Uh, I, I had been on a series of, um, medications for that. I was on some light duty uh, opioids for for a year or so, Uh, a whole lot of uh, uh, non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, ibuprofen. I was taking so many ibuprofens a day. Uh, She eventually suggested that I I move to a longer acting uh, anti-inflammatory known as meloxicam, at least here in the States. Uh, I was on that for a number of years. Um, it it definitely helped. It took the edge off a lot of things. Um, I was pursuing a, the diagnosis of Eilers-Danlos for a, about a year and a half. We eventually got my daughter diagnosed, and then I was diagnosed a year later. I'm sorry, six months later. Um, immediately following that, I started to really educate myself on the condition and things I can do to, to support my health and, and my well-being, and I eventually got a phone consultation with Dr. Pradeep Chopra, who you've interviewed on here before, and I think he's on your, your, your board of resources or, or listed many places in affiliation with LDN. That's uh, one of the first things he suggested is that he recommends all his patients try it. And um, it works for a great majority of them. Some of them not at all. Some of them less than ideally. But he, he suggests this, should suggest that everybody at least look into it. Uh, so I did. I got a hold of my primary care physician. Um, she had she was familiar with it in the high dose uses, you know, for addiction. Uh, had never heard of any sort of low dose uh, guidelines or, or use. Uh, I happened to bring with me to her to the appointment with her the three uh, guides that are on the website, the prescriber guide, patient guide. Uh, I, I printed those out, brought them with me. Uh, they're, in my opinion, the best source of information out there is a, for a newbie who's not familiar with it. Um, she read through, and uh, I left that appointment with a prescription. I started um, very shortly after at... Uh, a, a low dose like one and a half milligrams and for me i i had benefits immediately i was surprised uh the very next day for me was quite abnormally above average and i thought it was a fluke because we have better days and and not so better days and uh the day after that was the same above average and it just continued above average days in a string which is very abnormal Um uh, I went about two weeks and I doubled my dose, and the days immediately got better again uh, and stayed that way. Um, a week a week following that, um, i I went up to four and a half milligrams and then eventually rounded up to five, and I've been at five ever since, and it's been uh, right about a year now, and I feel fantastic uh my my daily aches and pains are are minimized uh pain for me discomfort for me used to be something i considered in kind of like every decision that i would make how i feel right now do i want to go do that is it going to cause me to to be more uncomfortable later um it's it's still in my mind but it's not a component of my daily decision making anymore uh it's just it's fantastic uh Something I was not expecting at all was the reduction in fatigue and the incredible boost of energy that I have. Um, if I would go do anything physical, I would be you know, feel like I kind of got hit by a truck or something. It just laid out for maybe a day or two. Uh, now, uh, that recovery period is almost nothing. Um, I can do something. I can be ex- extraordinarily physical. And I will be tired at the end of the way, end of the day, and perhaps the next day I will still be a little tired, but I will not hurt. Uh, it, it's just it has completely changed how how I exist as an adult it it's It's been phenomenal.
0: Mm-hmm. When you say you had the symptoms as a child being genetic, did you know anybody else in your family who had had it prior to you?
1: As far, so I am, myself and my daughter are the first in our lineage that we know that is diagnosed or that demonstrates any symptoms. Uh, Both of my parents are notoriously not flexible at all. Uh, They have no symptoms of of any of this. Uh, But my father remembers his mom, my grandmother, at 80 years old demonstrating some extreme flexibility mm-hmm. uh just snapshots in his mind he, he he's he has seen me do some things and then he'll he'll mention uh hey, hey doug i i remember watching you do that there that i saw my mom do that when she was 80 years old and wow. so that's that's the nearest link that we potentially have
0: mm-hmm. uh
1: but somehow he has zero symptoms of anything um which is not a traditional inheritance um method for allers down loss. Mm-hmm.
0: So you said that your symptoms were were masked once you you hit puberty. So up until puberty, what was it like for you as as a child living with this?
1: Um I had a lot of coordination issues as I guess is common. Um I, I would Trip and fall, twist my ankle. Um, I thought it was normal to come in from recess, uh, having rolled your ankles multiple times, so it, uh, limping back into the classroom. um i I didn't know that it was just me. Uh, you know, little kids are oblivious to things. Uh, I had fairly significant growing pains, but that's always passed off uh, in children. Uh, they, you'll you'll get over it, you outgrow grow it. I never did. Uh, but it 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 was minimized later on as I got busier in school and life and everything else. Um, yeah, I had uh, also migraines as a child, fairly s- severe migraines. They all went away in in like middle school puberty area. Um, I don't recall having any of the gastrointestinal issues that are very common, but I do have some of them now as an adult.
0: So, as a child, nothing was investigated. It was all just put down to growing pains, kind of. Yeah,
1: thing. growing pains. You're a kid. Uh, we were not in a in a big city with a lot of medical awareness. I was. I grew up in a small town of 5,000 people with one physician in town. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, there there wasn't a lot of visibility of of anything like that. And this was also you know, 40 years ago. Yes.
0: <laughs> and you were saying that your daughter was diagnosed before you. Yes. Um, it just seems strange that you weren't diagnosed first. So was it right. her diagnosis that brought the medical attention onto you?
1: How did it, that we, go Yeah, well? we, we kind of both, both came to it at, at a similar time. Uh, She had been having, which I've learned is very common uh, with females, a lot more of the GI issues. And she had severe migraines for a couple of years also, kind of at the onset of puberty, where uh, females typically get worse and boys typically get better. Um, So she had been having these issues and had made the rounds with neurologists and things. Uh, I had been having separate issues talking with my physician and we both sort of were keyed into or learned the words EDS all at the same time and started to compare things. And the reason uh, she got diagnosed six months before I did is because nearer to us is a children's hospital that has an EDS clinic. And we were able to get an appointment with them uh, relatively quickly. I think we waited three months to get an appointment. Um they won't see me as an adult i was i ended up having to call around um and i i got an appointment at uh, another children's hospital 2 hours drive from us uh but they did not have that limitation of seeing adults so i was diagnosed by genetics at a children's hospital and so was she mm-hmm. but different hospitals
0: yes so Your daughter um, was she offered anything different than you offered in the past? Once she'd got the diagnosis?
1: Um, no, she's been offered um, similar meds. Uh, we we both see the same primary care physician, so she's she's been offered all the same meds I have. She hasn't um, thought it wise to take any of those yet, or tried tried any of them yet. Um, I have urged her to try uh, the LDN also. With this, it's been offered uh, via the physician, and uh, she's not ready to try that yet. But uh, she knows the success I've had with it, and she knows, you know, how she could obtain it.
0: Yes, yeah, so that's good. When she's ready. Yeah, exactly. You can't force feed somebody to to take right. anything, and you have to appreciate LDN is still a drug. But there are people out there who want to get worse before they take LDN. But if you can get the mindset round that if you take LDN, you're not going to get worse, hopefully, and that you would improve. But yeah. you can't make people want to that take it till they're ready. That,
1: yes, you can, you can only teach people and, you know, portray information, present information. You, you can't. Yeah, I agree. Exactly. Um, so w- among the benefits I've had uh, again as I mentioned the the decrease de- decreasing of fatigue and the incredible boost of energy uh I have been much more active and since a lot of the impact of uh, Eler's danlos is you know joint and muscle issues uh being a bu- a lot more active has in- has allowed me to I increase my muscles muscle uh bulk muscle density. Um, I get out and walk uh, six to 10 miles a day. Uh, A couple of years ago, I would have been destroyed uh, just by walking one mile. I I would be sore the entire next day, just walking a mile. Now, nothing. That's nothing to me now. And I feel great afterwards. And it has allowed me to really improve my day-to-day
0: you were talking about gut issues. Mm-hmm. What did you actually have wrong with your gut at that time? And have you altered your diet?
1: I have not altered my diet. Um, I I think my gut issues are fairly minimal. Um, I think I have kind of a slow, fast digestion cycle, if that makes sense. Some days it goes quickly. Some days it goes slowly. Uh it, it, but it is very minimal compared to a lot of the gut uh, issues that I, I've read that some of the uh, Euler-Stanless patients have. Mm-hmm. I cannot that- say whether LDN has helped the gut issues at okay. all. I have no awareness as to if there was any benefit for me with that.
0: Mm-hmm. So if you were to have rated your quality of life on a score of 1 to 10 prior to LDN, Ten being best,
1: what would it have been? I would say maybe a five.
0: Mm-hmm. And now?
1: Now, uh, now I feel better than I ever have as an adult. So I, I, I cannot. To me, it's a ten. Uh, is my ten the same as somebody else's? You know, a normal person's ten? I don't know. My ten is probably a normal person's eight or nine, person's eight or nine. But I have never felt this good.
0: That's amazing.
1: And how and long LDN, have... is curr- LDN is currently the only uh, drug that I'm taking for any sort of pain or other benefit. I'm not taking the anti-inflammatories. I'm not taking anything else.
0: Mm-hmm. And when you first started, did you have any introductory side effects?
1: Uh, yes, I did. Um, and there were the ones I had the dreams, the weird dreams, um, the vivid dreams, I guess, as it's called, um, they were never scary or frightening or, you know, anything like that. Um, I'm a person that typically doesn't dream maybe once or twice a year. I'll have a dream that I'll wake up and I'll remember or have awareness of a dream. And then suddenly I was doing that every single night. And I would wake up disorient. I would, I would just say disoriented. Like I would wake up and say, what was that? What happened? And I'd just be momentarily confused. Um, And then I was fine. And that lasted uh, maybe three or four weeks. And uh, perhaps now I'll have one of those maybe once a month, which is maybe closer to my normal cycle of, 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 being aware of dreams. Uh, but that is the only side effect uh, that I'm aware that I had.
0: And how long was it before you noticed something?
1: Noticed the side effect?
0: No, no. Improvement. Uh, benefit.
1: Mm-hmm. It benefit. It was. It was literally the next day. The next. The very next day, I had improvement. Um, I didn't know that it was improvement from the LDN. I, I just thought I was having a sort of better than average day and it just continued and it scaled the the better days scaled directly as I stepped up my dose
0: and how long did it take to get to where you are today do you think
1: um in in terms of benefit yes um probably a month before I before I scaled up to five milligrams which is the dose I'm on now and I I and I said you know I I'm I'm feeling really good right here. I will stay at this dose, and
0: you've been stable I, since have you
1: i've I've been very stable at that dose. I have considered uh, perhaps going above just to see if you know, if there's another end of the curve for me, but I, I feel so good i haven't I haven't really seriously entertained um, modifying or trying other doses. I'm very, very happy.
0: Do you take any supplements?
1: I do. I take uh, like magnesium. I take uh, zinc. I take extra vitamin C. I take vitamin D. Uh, these are all things that Eilers-Danlos patients are are known to have absorption issues with. So I take supplements of all those. Mm-hmm. I think they have been beneficial for me.
0: What would you say to other people who probably haven't been diagnosed but can relate to what you're saying? What
1: would be your advice to them? Uh, advice, if you think you have this, this sort of condition, is uh, do some research into it. Um, educate yourself ab- about every aspect that you can find about it. Uh, tr- try, try to find mechanisms and strategies that help to improve your quality of life. and And pursue a diagnosis, or at least understanding in the medical community Um, uh, You know, diagnosis isn't diagnosis is not the end all be all, uh, but finding the right things that can help you are important, diagnosed or not. And there's there's a lot of uh, strategies and basically a recipe book uh, of of things to try that help a lot of people.
0: Well, thank you very much for having shared your experience with us today.
1: Thank you for having me, Linda. It's been wonderful chatting with you.